everybody. It's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Rama S, Kuro Usagi, Ari Rockefeller, Mako-chan, and Sailor Flair. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 78. We are that podcast that talks about animes, cons, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Rama S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. Whoa, I, this past weekend was quite interesting, wouldn't you say, Ari? Yeah, it was a really good time, I think. Yeah, despite the, 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 the muck-ups by the hotel and, my, and our reservation, it wasn't that bad. No, it wouldn't be a con if the hotel didn't drop the ball somewhat. Yeah. Or in this case, shoot the ball into the ground out of a cannon. And said ball fell right back into the cannon, falling into the harbor. Yep. So... What has everyone's weeks been up to? What about you, Marco? What you been up to? I've been watching the Olympics. <gasps> what? Are you fangirling over Apollo Ono again? Well, while he is doing commentary on some of this stuff, um, it, it's the Summer Olympics, so no. It's all about Phelps. I thought Ono was Summer Olympics. Winter yeah. Olympics, skating. Oh, whatevs. All Mako-chan cares about is fawning over her gay boyfriends. <laughs> if you say so. Well, well she, didn't, she didn't outright deny it, so... So there you go. Actually, no. I just really like the Olympics. So are we going to expect some type of Olympic wrap-up from you? <laughs> no. Good answer! <laughs> I might have to shoot you for that. With all the other crap I'm supposed to be writing and I still haven't, no. You better get started on that. Yeah, I know. The end pile is just getting taller and taller, huh? Yes, and it's going to tip over and bury her alive. We'll find her on the next episode of Hoarders. Yeah, maybe yeah, I had for a friend all the of uh, digital files. Hmm. I had a friend of mine point out to me that one episode, there was evidence that there was a homeless person living in the piles of trash in a woman's house. I don't remember that episode. Uh, there was a homeless man camping out outside. Oh, right, right, right. They didn't show him specifically, just evidence that he had been there and yeah, made Yeah, they, he had actually built, yeah, he had built himself up, like, um, plywood walls and stuff, and had a little, like, crap bed and a little crap chair, and yeah, it was quite, quite scary. Well, thanks for your interesting week, Mako. What about you, Ari? Well, mostly just the build-up to Otakon, getting the, my cosplay together, and then, you know, the weekend itself. I'll have a written report up with by the end of the week, but uh, we'll probably discuss a few things there as well. Of course. I think that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. um, work has been work. I've been getting a lot more stuff to do, which cuts down on my YouTube timing. But, eh. And then when I was setting up for tonight... I discovered that the audio output port on the onboard audio card does not work. So I'm going to tinker around with it a little bit more, and then I'll just sit around and wait till I get my new motherboard, put that in, and just send this one back for repairs. So I believe there's a three-year warranty on it, so that's not so bad. Where did the original one come from? Um, I got it from Newegg. It's an Astrock mainboard. This stuff's really good, so... Even if I have to pay a few dollars to get it fixed, I will, because it's a pretty good board. 
because this board is going into somebody's machine. Yay! Whose name will remain nameless. Yay! Hush, Fluttershy. Yay! Hush, Fluttershy. No. Fine, I will hang Angel from from his from his paws. You two almost went into a why in the heck moment there. Eh, <laughs> it is what it is. Why in the heck? Why in the heck? Why in the heck? Etc. <laughs> what is that from? Osramanga Dio. All right. That reminds me of some of the, some of the swag that I got this weekend. And you mean merchandise, of course, right? Yes. I thought so. In my world, swag means merchandise. As it should. Yes. Uh, uh, hell, the class, hell, the swag to class exchange rate is so astronomical. Swag looks like funny money mm, in comparison. That reminds me, I now have two heaven coins. Nice. Yep. So, on, th on this episode, we're going to be discussing Otakon 2012. Plus, we have our resident anime cosplayer, fan, blogger, Michelle Zhang, popping by to give us like a fourth view, uh, for, take the fourth seat on the podcast and what she thought of Otakon. And she also cosplays as Fluttershy, so. I missed her winter wrap-up cosplay because I don't know where the hell I was. But then again, it is Otakon. <laughs> I think they need to come out with some type of app where you could just sort of like, I'm over here. You know, type app. If you're trying to track somebody down at a convention or something. There's similar things like that already, but they're mostly by the uh, the sleazeballs in the pickup artist community, which which is pretty much stalking, from what I've read. No, it should, but it, it should be more along the lines of it only works if somebody's in your friend circle. Like, if you have the app and you're over here, you can only, only those in your group know where you are. Oh, I see what you're going at. If they're not in your group, you can send a one-way signal to, like, one-way message, I'm over here, or something like that. Alright. Sounds like a good idea, yeah. actually. If, if there was something like that, I would have saw so much more of my friends and gotten more cosplay pictures. Mm -hmm. So you're looking, like, for a map or a messaging service? Sort of like the bit of bo both, but I'm not too... It, was, it should have both, you know? You have a layout of the BCC, and then... Somebody's sending a message. You look at the beacon. They're over by the fountains. You head on over to the fountains. Yeah, except that you have to hope that their phone is going to actually pick up. Because sometimes, just with 3G and stuff, you can't pick up an exact location. Well, it, it would help if they're, um... It would help if they were, uh... If it was GPS. But still, even if it's just 3G, if they're sending you to set the signal, I'm over by the fountains, I'm wearing such and such cosplay... It wouldn't be that hard to find, especially if you know what the person looks like. Well, if you're looking for a messaging service, they have messaging services. Yeah. Facebook Messenger doesn't all that, isn't all that great. Mm-hmm. And on that note, I think we'll take our first break, and when we get back, we'll take care of the turd in the, fr in the, in the fruit punch bowl. And I don't mean the con. Ew. Exactly. Please don't say fruit punch. I've had some bad run-ins with it, with that this past weekend as it is. That reminds me that that Captain Morgan was really smooth going down. Thanks. It was kind of tasty. It was. It was a private stock. That's what it was. Damn right. <laughs> I might have to get some of that of my of my own. Oh, you're the one who told me about it in the first place. I didn't know about the private stock. I just knew that it was just Captain Morgan. Oh. Huh. Mm -hmm. So we'll be back.
If you enjoy independent podcasts and would like to support them, check out some of our independent podcasting friends. Check out Orange Notch Radio at orangenotchradio.com where they discuss video games, gamer culture, and gamer lifestyle with Sky, Dark Soccer, and Loki. Listen live Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on vognetwork.com. And right before them is the Bobby Blackwolf Show at 8 p.m. Eastern and 5 p.m. Pacific. Video games and gamer talk at bobbyblackwolf.com. If Warcraft is your taste, listen to Horde House with Sky and Exifer weekly at hordehouse.com. If you want more of a female perspective of what we do here on Anime Jam Session, listen to Electric Sisterhood with Ninja Sister and Pandalicious at electricsisterhood.com with new shows every week. If you prefer geek, pop culture, and sci-fi, check out popculture.net and the Geek Culture Network. And also check out the Brooklyn Otaku, a brand new anime podcast, Friends of Ours. You can find them at facebook.com slash thebrooklynotaku. Normally by this time, when we usually start our podcast, which is like 9.30 Eastern Standard Time, we kind of talk and dick around for a few minutes, then we get started. And then usually by the, at the point, at the time that we're at, we're already into talking about the topics at hand, but we are way, way late because of my computer not wanting to properly recognize my USB headset. I normally use my Astro Gaming headset, but as I said before from the first break, the audio output from the sound from the onboard sound was not working as the way it should. So I'll have to somehow try to get that to work. And the and the USB headset kind of acts kind of eh, and didn't help the fact that the uh, that the um ports that's connected to is even much worse. And I think I know where they went wrong with this stupid head with that stupid card reader too. So we'll have that fixed for the next episode then, probably, right? Yeah, I ordered a um a brand new um card reader. I'm gonna put that in, and and that and I'll just use that one USB port until I decide if I decide if it's worthy if it's worth putting my other internal USB card reader back in, you know. But um, as I said, this podcast we are will be t- discussing Otakon 2012. The ups, the downs, the highs, the lows, the good and the bad, and how history did not repeat itself with me. So that's always good then. Yes. And as I said, we have a special guest, uh, Mishi, or a.k.a. Michelle Zhang, uh, president, anime, cosplayer, part-time feminist blogger who went to the con. I don't believe I've met her, so... You did. We went to her Halloween party. Holy crap, I've got terrible memory. No, that's me. Hmm. But, um, I told her we got her on standby, and let's see if we can bring her in. Dialing. Dialing. More, more calling Orson. Come in, Orson. Yeah. More calling Orson. Come in, Orson. Looks like we're connected. Hello? Mishi? Hello. Hi. We got you. Woot. Welcome to Anime GF Session. How are you tonight? I'm tired. That makes two of us. <laughs> Three of us, I suppose. Uh, and I am so sorry to get you on so late. Ran into so much difficulties with my computer deciding to be stubborn, and I forgot to get um, the episode out for the feed for for Vogue. Oh boy, that's good. Uh. But um, let's see. Wait, what is that sound I hear in the background? Is there? Do I have background sound? 
No, I just hear something like somebody messing around with pots and pans. <laughs> oh, I'm doing laundry. That might be it. Oh, oh I, yeah, I know what that sounds like. Like I, metal stuff, like buttons and stuff hitting the inside of the dryer. Should I move to a different room? Oh, no, no, that's fine. fine. If, okay. if anything, when I go back and edit it, it probably won't even be picked up. Cool. There have been times we have recorded and there have been air conditioners and televisions on full blast. And when I go back to edit, you can't hear any of it. He's that good. You might hear some cats fighting That's at some point. That's quite all right, because Mako-chan over there loves cats. <laughs> Kitties! We all have cats here. Yes. I'm just, uh, my cat and Scott's cats aren't getting along quite well right, you know? So, they're just at each other's throats. I just opened my door, and my cat, Indy, is just sitting outside. And he just came into the studio, and I got to send him back outside, because... I have the side panel of my window open. Oh, yeah. And there is no screen on that, so. And we can't have that. Because at this time of night, I am not going out on that awning to get that damn cat. He can stay out there all night at that point. (laughs) (laughs) Aw. Sorry. But, uh, Michelle, tell us and the podcast fans a little bit about yourself. Let's see. Um, well, I am... I mostly just watch anime and go to conventions. I don't blog so much about it as some of my friends do. Um, let's see. I'm Mishy Z on Twitter. You can find me there. I tweet a lot, so forewarned. Um, I don't really do much right now. <laughs> I spent the last few days uh, moving to New Jersey from Pennsylvania. So I'm no, so what part so. of New Jersey? Sorry? What part of New Jersey? Um, Trenton, Hamilton area. I am so sorry. <laughs> it's not too bad. No, really, he means it. It's not too bad. I'm moving from Philly, so it's kind of the same. Mm. But it is Jersey. You are moving into the armpit of America. It's true. But I'm moving in with my boyfriend, so. So that means one less can of Axe, Axe body spray you have to bring. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> okay, all right. Now, last year when we did this, we had everybody went to Otakon except for Mako, who we did not uh, and listen to the podcast yet. She was still hiding. I also at- did not go to Otakon. Yes. So there was no reason for me to be on the show at all. Yeah. Plus, you were still hiding out in your in your solid snake box. Snake in a box? What? <laughs> oh, you. But this time, we discuss Otakon, the ups, the downs, the highs, the lows, the lefts, and the rights. And let's start with Thursday. I heard interesting things happen on Thursday. Oh, define interesting. Yeah. It was fine and dandy till it... It was nice. It was fine and dandy till the... So the Thunder Nation appeared. Oh, yes. Yeah, when the entire Northeast decided to be... They beat it... Ah... Yeah, when the entire Northwest was covered in a blanket of thunder and lightning and driving rain for about 10, 15 minutes, depending on where you were. I was at a bar, and I had to walk back to my hotel room. What bar were you at? It was uh, Pratt Street Ale House. Um, I was there with a whole bunch of other like bloggers and stuff. Ah. Um, yeah, I went there on Sunday afternoon. Yeah. So I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, I was in the the restaurant at the hotel we stayed at. Just uh, eating dinner. It was the uh, 700 Grill. 
Okay. And uh, I just happened to look out the window, and then thinking, why is everybody running? And what are the... Like, oh, wow, it's actually raining pretty hard. Because I saw the water taxi just float on by like it wasn't... Ain't no thing. And thing, huh, it doesn't seem that bad. Whoa! And a bright flash of lightning. Yeah, it was like... I think it started lightning as we were walking to the bar, and I was like, I made a note of it, but I didn't think much of it. And then... As we were leaving, it was just pouring, and I got completely soaked. <laughs> so, but it was actually fun. I, I kind of like getting stuck in the rain. Um, my boyfriend, not so much. Like a wet cat, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Poor angel. But um, yeah. other than that, I actually arrived fairly early on and went to see the Matsurian stuff. Yeah, how was that? Uh, loud. <laughs> Are we talking loud like Matsuri Japan from DDR? No, it was the band. I, I forgot what the, It was, oh, Tsunami. That was the name of the band. Hisunami. And they were just really loud. It was interesting, but, like, there wasn't much to do there. So we only stayed for a couple minutes and, and then left. I think we know of the Hisunami. I think Mako-chan knows of them. Yeah, they're, they're from New York, so... Um, that's all I really know about them. <laughs> yes, Tsunami was actually, uh, the guys in the band, most of them, or at least the original band, all, uh, went to my college. Oh. Cool. And I remember seeing them at Zenkai Con perform one year. They were pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. I think it's just they had, like, the speakers on really loud and... And like I said, there wasn't much else to do. So, that was that. Well, maybe next year if I get the chance, I'll, I'll definitely go. Because I was planning to go Thursday, but but one tech was working in the California office. One member of administration was also tech. Went on a two-and-a-half-week vacation. So, yeah, we was on um, skeleton crew time. Oh, wow. But that's okay. I kind of showed my appreciation by getting three of my coworkers uh, cool stuff. Hmm. The ones that can kind of control my fate at the job, they're also and they're also geeks like me. Mm-hmm. But um, all right. Friday, how was Friday, people? Friday was fun from a cosplaying standpoint, but from logistic logistics, it kind of sucked. Uh, yeah, I, Mishi, what happened was I thought I had booked the 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 um the Baltimore Hilton. I double check my reservations. Marriott Waterfront. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's not what I was talking about, but they oh. see. Yeah, we've had problems with that hotel, but I was I'm not holding that against you. It's just that I bought these Adidas sandals off Amazon to go with my costume because I thought the that wearing my freaking work shoes would look really stupid with it. And so you can you know, just slip it right off, you know, because you know, it's a Street Fighter character and a karate gi, so, you know, they're barefoot. But, uh, and, and, and they had those little nubs on the bottom of it that I thought would, you know, rub and massage your feet as you walk. That didn't yeah. happen. Did, did, it, did they cut up your feet? I have a big blister on the heel of my left foot. It's uh, gotten smaller since then, but just the whole weekend it felt like I was walking on, like, Lego bricks the entire time. Even when I have my shoes on the next days. 
Yeah, I, I, I used to have those as well, and that's that's exactly what happened to me the first time I wore them. So I, I know what you feel. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, part of my cosplay, I had the same problem. The like, um, I bought these like fancy yellow flip flops, which normally flip flops are are good for me, but they're made of satin, and satin really cuts up your feet apparently. So that didn't. I've got this huge gash on my on my foot right now from it. <laughs> Yeah, I alternate between walking without them and walking with them, mm-hmm. which in the convention center wasn't too bad, but I couldn't walk on walk outside with them for more for more than a block or so because they would just make my feet feel worse. I felt like I was gimped the entire time. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I debuted Dan from Street Fighter, and from what I was told, it was bless you, it was a big hit. Yeah, that, your Dan cosplay was really awesome. Yeah, I had to uh, hold my hair back with a bunch of mousse to make it because I because not every, all of it can be fully tied back yet. It's still like it's like little like curtains in the front, so I, like it pushed it straight back, and uh, it was, and that worked out actually pretty nicely. All right. There was a photo shoot on Friday Friday evening for a. Fighting games, the old fighters mega mix. Right. There was a, several of them during the weekend, but I was only in that first day. Hell, fight! Hell, the first other Dan cosplayer I saw that day was within five minutes of leaving the hotel, which I thought was hilarious. Well, I wish I could have been there for Kiosuke because I can't. Cause it's been a while since I did a um, I did I brought Kiosuke to a uh, fighters mega mix uh, photo shoot. I, I, I don't recall seeing any other rival schools cosplay to begin with. Yeah, rival schools have become the bastard stepchild of the fighting game genre, which is why I'm kind of lucky I can say, oh, I was also Marvel vs. Capcom too. No, Capcom vs. SNK two. Yeah, Capcom vs. SNK two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, there was actually a a TV hooked up in the game room with that game going. The only problem it was it was the GameCube version. I didn't, repl- I didn't play the GameCube version, but I do have a copy of the PS2 one, which I which I do enjoy. Nothing against the game, but playing it on the GameCube controller, isn't it's not exactly geared for towards fighting games. Mm. Well, maybe with the Wii U coming around, we can see a difference. Mm-hmm. All right, did you check out either one of you? Check out any panels? Um. Yeah, actually, I went to a few panels. Yeah, let's hear um, about them real quick. The first one I went to was a Q&A with Hidetaka Tenjin. Um, he's a Japanese artist. He does a lot of the like mecha artwork. Um, so he's done like Gundam and um, other things like that. Mm-hmm. So generally, I tend to stay clear of Q&As um, because I'm not a huge fan of what people ask, but I actually ended up really um, enjoying some of the the question questions they asked him because they were, um, you know, interesting stuff. And uh, as the Q and A was going, they were showing like different um, samples of his artwork on the screens, which was really cool. So awesome! Yeah. Um, Is it because the uh, qu- the questions can be irreverent and uh, nonsensical? 
Yeah, um, exactly. Like, people go up and they just start rambling and you can't really figure out what their question was. Or they'll ask, like, four different questions at once. And it just, I don't know, I just, that bothers me a lot <laughs> when people do that. I know the feeling. Um, and after that, we went, to, we it, we actually stayed in the same room. It was the Crunchyroll um, industry panel. Which, they basically just went through the new season, and then they talked about their new app on the PlayStation 3. Yeah, I heard um, about that. Which apparently, from what I'm hearing, has some issues, but they just launched it, so whenever you launch a new thing, there's always going to be issues. So I haven't checked it out yet, because I don't have the PS3 hooked up, but I might check it out. So You let me know, because I really don't follow along with... Um... Crunchyroll. Yeah, no, you don't. <laughs> but um, after that, um, the only other panel I went to was an 18 plus one. Yeah. Um, it's called A Kiss for the Petals, um, which is, I guess, like this Yuri thing. Um, it has an, like, I think it's mostly a visual novel, but they have, like, other medias associated with it. Um, I like the, the, the subject, the presenter was absolutely horrible, <laughs> I must say. Um, was it inexperience? Not... What? Was it because of inexperience? I don't know if it's because of inexperience. I, he didn't say, like, how many panels he's done before. Um, but it was just, like, he read basically off the slides, and some of the slides repeated the same thing before. And he didn't really explain, like... It, it was kind of like a panel for people who were already like fans of Yuri, I guess Yuri and other things like that, which um, so he used a lot of a lot of um, terms and stuff that I didn't necessarily know, and he didn't explain it. He was just like, you know. Okay. You, you know what I'm talking about, and I'm like, no I don't. <laughs> so. Kind of came off as self-serving in a way? Yeah, I mean he was, um, the guy who did it was one of the main, I think he said he was like one of the main translators of of the of the visual novel and things, so like he had connections to it. So, um, but he did show some samples and, um, um which was kind of nice and, uh, and it did pique my interest. So I did go home and, and look it up and stuff. So, um, other than that, my Friday, I went to, um, the Milo Pony photo shoot, um, and the Vix concert, which is kind of cool too. And what were you doing at the My Little Pony concert there? Hmm? I was cosplaying as Fluttershy. Um, actually, I did my version of the... If anyone's seen My Little Pony, there's an episode called Winter Wrap-Up where all the ponies... Um, what they do is they kind of clean up winter. Yeah. Um, so I cosplayed as Fluttershy in her like Winter Wrap-Up co- costume. Which is fun. Um, the only thing about the photo shoot is whoever ran it started it about 10, 15 minutes earlier than um, announced. Yeah. So when I got there right on time, they had already gone through like four groups of ponies. Mm. Um, that sucks. Yeah, a lot of people were pretty frustrated about that. Because people arrived and were like, oh, you already missed the Applejack cosplay. Um, or the Applejack photo shoot and stuff. It kind of reminds me of the Panty and Stocking shoot. I ended up running when I got there Friday. It's like nobody knew what to do, so I'm just like trying to come up with shit off the top of my head, you know, like, let's get the 
let's get the themed uh, outfits together. Let's get all the panties on one side, all the stockings on one side. Let's get the garter belts in the middle and this and that. It was kind of interesting. I mean, the like she knew how to run it. She just started it early, hmm. and that was a problem because like, uh, she did um, Zakora, who's like one of them, one of the secondary co- uh, characters in My Little Pony, who's a zebra. Yeah. Generally, people don't cosplay as much the secondary. Uh, so right time I got there, there were three or four. And obviously the other ones didn't get into that photo shoot um, because they arrived on time versus early. So I got you. But even though you, st- you arrive early, you don't start early. You know, just do it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think I think that the reasoning behind it was she thought like there was enough people there that um, she just wanted to get it over with or something. But um, that's just don't do this. But. Like I said, there was that, and then the other thing I did was the Vix concert, which was awesome. Cause... Oh, give details on the concert, because neither one of us w- was able to go. Um, let's see, it started out actually with, um, what was her name, Mik- Mikako Joho, I think. Uh, I'm not really sure who she was, I didn't know that she was opening, um, but she did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really cute, she did like a... How do I describe it? It's kind of like Alicia Keys sort of thing. Like she, had, she was playing piano and singing. Um, I think she did like songs from different animes. I think there was a uh, Inuyasha song. Um, um, I'm not sure. Really familiar with the different songs of anime, but um, she was super cute. And um, she, so, um, and then I, uh, Vix came on, Screaming Girls. Uh, they're really cute. <laughs> what can I say? Uh, I like cute boys. And they did a few songs. They even did, uh, I think it was a Backstreet Boys. They did like a cover of a Backstreet Boys song. Hey, so uh, they... uh, Michi, you're drooling. Sorry. Hello? We can hear you. Okay, my, my thing just had like a huge beep or something. It was weird. Okay. I, uh, I was just trying to tell you that uh, you're drooling. I am drooling. They're cute, but... In the beginning concert, they like showed the screen and how old they were, <laughs> and I was like, I am old because they range from like seventeen to twenty. Hey, for you, they're legal, so why does it matter? Seventeen's <laughs> uh, not. Most states, it is. Yeah, but there's still that like, like, like minor icky. Well, no, because you can still get a misdemeanor under 18 and you're like over 20 so. I don't think any guy is going to say anything <laughs> but anyways yes and they but they only did like a few songs um, which was kind of disappointing I was hoping they did a few more so I felt like I just got there they just started to go so okay it was fun and I would love to see more um, more K-pop actually I could mention I've been thinking about getting into K-pop. Just you know, listening to what it's all about. Because the closest thing to that I, is, is my homegirl, Boa. Mm-hmm. But that's a given. I'm actually going to a Tanny One concert next month, I think. Yes. Okay. I'm a lot, so <laughs> that was that was my my friend. 
did you go to the did you go to the rave at all? No. Every year I tr when I try to go, I can't get in and it's like a long wait and I'm just so exhausted that I like I don't even want to try. Well, they changed it around cuz uh but last year and this year they moved it downstairs to where the concert is and the wait is usually not that long. Maybe I'll check it next year. It, from mm -hmm. that, um, I actually have to wait back to my hotel. Yeah. I should go to an old time that I hadn't seen since high school. Wow. Right, you go. You know, <laughs> I told him what I told you. Cool. Well, it was fun running into him again. Yeah, what thing I'll say about the Otakon rave this year, it the way it felt, it felt really like a rave. Whereas the anime next one, it felt it was not as packed. It felt like you were at a club having a good time. Here, it really felt like it was a rave. It was just packed. Except at the area where where you were buying um light glow sticks and food. I will check it out next year. Then, if if you do say that it's yeah, I th yeah I think what I may do since everyone loves Gardevoir, I might have to get a new robe done and use the existing one as my part of my rave outfit. That'll be that'll be really interesting. Cool. Yeah. Um, see, I didn't check out any panels at all, but I just mostly ran around taking photos, and I've seen some some really good cosplays this weekend, this past weekend. Um. I would have liked to have gotten down to Otakon a couple of hours sooner, but due to work and Amtrak being delayed, I didn't get down there until 6. But I think I kind of made up for it by just going into overdrive Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, what was up, what was up with Amtrak? Okay. Um, there was a delay. 45-minute delay. And I look at the board. The train that I was supposed to get on is coming in from Boston. One-hour delay. I got on the line and rebooked it for a 305 uh, train out. So I'm like, I am not waiting this long. I'm not having it. And that didn't work out? No, no I, I was able to rebook and get down there. You know, I just wish I had gotten there a little bit sooner. Mm -hmm. And then I dropped like 12 bucks on the cab and then another 8 bucks on the cab to get to the convention center because I wanted to hurry up get my uh, badge and make it to the photo shoot in time. And I discovered I need a larger bag of holding. Don't we all? Yes. And I've decided I am getting that damn Sailor Venus messenger bag. Huh. I will probably buy it in September before I go to AWA. Awesome. Yep. Now, let's move into Saturday. And I have to admit, I can't believe I was actually at the convention center so early. You know, the doors didn't open till like, what, 9 o'clock or so? I guess. I didn't get there till about 10. And I guess to me, when I got there, it was like really not a lot of people. But then it just gradually built. And it's like I just got used to going from low, medium, high instead of walking in, seeing like a packed place and me going, crap. Oh, oh wait, they... They didn't open at a nine. They opened at a. Hang on, let me. I have the guidebook app here. I gotta double check. Mm -hmm. They opened eight thirty on Friday. Yeah, eight thirty, which uh, which I felt rushed because I only had a half hour to get to the first panel, which was JoJo's Posing School. What my friend um, 
my friend Laura ran that uh, panel. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I didn't know it was her until somebody until I think she mentioned it on Facebook. I was like, oh hey. Yeah, that was a workshop on how to do the ver the the very whacked out and oddball poses in the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure manga. Hmm. And she said that yeah, it would be that it would be a wake up panel because because goddamn those like some of the poses they hold they show you you don't think people would hold them but yeah they can be pretty uh they can be pretty hard on like the knees or the back or the midsection. And from what I understand, there's this thing called the JoJo Olympics in Japan. What? Oh yeah, where uh, you're judged on how well you can replicate those stances. And uh, one of the competitions is there's this one stance where the one guy is like on his back, like kind of like a mid crunch, but his legs are crossed at the knees, and he's holding his arms a certain way. And one of the events is how long can you hold that pose? And that is a drain on the midsection. Uh, and uh, even even more uh, awesome, which I thought was the day before I had met uh, one of the guys who runs the website. You can play this mm -hmm. a guy called. He goes by the name Jew Wario. He was dressed as one of the characters from JoJo. That's cool. Which sucks because well, it sucks for me because I didn't recognize him right away, even though I'd seen his work and I just thought it just kind of sort of looked like him. But uh. I hung out for, with him for a while, talked for about a half hour or so, got a picture of him, of us, you know, looking for the camera. That's pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, let's, and I, I, on Sunday, I asked, oh, hey, I didn't see you there. He said, yeah, Saturday wasn't a good day. feeling good. Yeah, I hear that. And, uh, on, and that Saturday, I was got a, uh, I was at the Jason David Frank Q&A session. I heard that was ridiculous, and in a good way. Oh, yes, yes, it was. Because I had tried to get into the autograph session at a, on Friday, which was right after a panel. But as soon as I got there, like, yeah, we gave all the tickets a long time ago. And they told me, yeah, you... Yeah, you want to try and get in tomorrow, you gotta come, like, when, when the gates open and wait for a ticket. It sounds like the autograph line at BronyCon. I, when I got there, like, at 10 o'clock in the morning, I found out there were people on the line as early as 7 a.m. Yeah, I thought that was pretty nice. But, uh, but he did autograph a couple, you know, really rare things that some people had had for, like, years from, like, the early 90s. A cool Q&A session. It was ni nice listening to him. He's a... It, it kind of blew me away. Like, kind of how, like, when I met at a Katori Con, when I met Johnny Young Bosch, and I, ha I found out I have, like, six inches of height on the guy. Yeah. And then, the a, a, just seeing you know, Tommy with, like, tattoos up and down his arms. And, uh, his stories about how he was a both a prankster and a kleptomaniac. Set. Like he was just apparently. Well, he he was mocking the uh, like mocking his little uh, habit too. So I guess we can take that with it. There we go. Okay. Evidently, it seems that my phone does not like the fact that we're podcasting. Oh, boo hoo hoo.
Yes, and here I thought it was a damn USB hub that I just threw out. Eh, no matter. I'll grab it at the garbage, out of the trash later. Anyway, where was I? Oh, yeah, the photo shoot. Um, you know, it was just a pretty standard stuff. Um, some guys were really, you know, were almost my size and cosplaying as Misty. The uh. ver- first version of Misty. And at one point, our f- photo shoot got... Bu- Got photobombed by a Deadpool cosplayer carrying on a big sign that said, You mad. <laughs> you jelly. But, uh, yeah, that was pretty fun. I didn't get as much, uh, as many photos taken with my, on Saturday as I did Friday, which I kind of thought was weird. Yeah? And mostly because, like, my first cosplay con- experience, you know, I was getting stopped, like, every 10, 15 minutes to get my picture taken. Mm. But, uh,. But uh, my friend uh, Ron Ladell, you know Soul Crash, he'd got yeah got a bunch of pictures of me in the dealer's room because we were just uh, you know talking, shooting, shooting the shit, and that kind of, that kind of thing. Well, I find it interesting. I was getting so many hugs from people as dressed as Gardabelt. There's like there are no Gardabelts here. I don't see any, and I'm and I'm like. There's like only four of us here this weekend. And one girl's like, how come you weren't at Catacon when we needed you? I was like, because I couldn't go. And, uh, yeah, that, that's where, I, yeah, the dealer's room, that's where I picked up that, uh, Sailor Mercury messenger bag I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. I needed a pre- replacement for my backpack because on the way down, I'd stuffed everything into my, in the trunk of my car and in the, as few suitcases I can. And in my backpack was the was my computer, the uh, private stock I was telling you about, and a bottle of fruit punch soda. Which, if you don't, for those who don't know, is how we make cat, a drink called Captain Fabulous. <laughs> the only problem is I, I'd seen I'd seen or forgotten that heat makes gas expand, and the gas expanded right out of the bottle and all over my stuff. Ooh. Yeah, I just had to pick up a, a a USB mouse for my computer because the uh, buttons on the trackpad don't work, and you know, three pairs of pants had to be washed at the hotel, and I lost three pairs of socks, so no big deal. Mm. But uh, yeah, I won't be making that mistake again. That's good. Yeah, th- thank God for the uh, free laundry at the at the hotel. Because you know some places have it, but it's you know a, like a dry cleaning service, and it's it's as bad as the room service prices. I mean, it was just two uh, he washers, and you had to watch your stuff so it didn't get stolen. But hey, what do you want for nothing? Right. Yeah, right. That's how that's how Saturday went for me. I I also went back and watched the uh, Olympics with the the rest of our people in the room. Okay. Now, um. Mishi, how was your, did your Saturday go? Uh, I woke up super early because I wanted to go to uh, the panel that the AnaGamers.com guys were running. Mm-hmm. It's called the Fandom and Criticism Active Viewing. Right. Well, I've heard of that panel. Yeah, they, they do it every pretty much every year, I guess. They, they've done it at pretty much every convention that um, I know they're at. And it's basically like a big forum Um they, they they speak on on the stage, but then they also open it up to discussion, which is it's basically just about like um, how to create like 
whether or not it's good to do that the first time you watch it or the second time um, and what kind of makes good criticism of the things you watch and cons- so uh, I kind of thought it, that always had a don't be a troll you know mentality to it mm-hmm. yeah. um I guess I, I think uh, the main focus of it is like actually a big part of it this time around was about um, learning to take criticism of the things you like um, and and like being able to step back and be like yes this is what I like and if someone criticizes it it's not that they're like attacking me it's just that they don't like what I like kind of thing so. Mm. Which I find a lot of fans who are really into their fandom yes. as a personal attack. Um, which really, it's not always that, depending on how it's, it's said. So, so that was that was the nine o'clock panel that I went to. So I was super tired, but um, especially for something like more intellectual based, but. Um, I, Or the artist alley, one of those. Okay. Um, let me try to think. Which I was. a lot of the wanted to see were all scheduled at the same time. Nation panel was scheduled during the second pony shoot, which I really wanted to go to. Um. But instead, I went to the Funimation panel, um, which was okay. Um, I don't think it They did talk about their ambassador program, which is pretty pretty cool, actually. It's like if you're a cosplayer or a blogger, um, you can sign up to be as part of their ambassador program. And what that is is, like, you work with them, and then you can earn, like, free badges or free things as part of the representative of the company while also the company like uh, promoting you um, as, as the blogger or the cosplayer. That's so. cool. Yeah. Which Sounds I, fun. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know about that actually. And they actually brought two of their like cosplay masters on stage with them. Mm. Cosplay masters. Really? <laughs> well, now they must get paid well for what they do since they're such masters. <laughs> and then after that I actually wanted to go to the Steins Gate um, which Funimation was um, premiering their English dub of that uh, so I actually, I actually got in line because I knew the, the voice actors were going to be there and usually when you have voice actors people go crazy but they told us to just go right in and when I went in they were still showing the Mobile Suit Gundam Unicorn screening which I'm not a big fan of Gundam. Um, I like the the kits and stuff, but I'm not a fan of the actual like anime. Um, but I actually, you know, it it was the they show the fifth um, episode, I think, of Unicorn. <laughs> Just kind of an odd place to get in uh, for someone who hadn't seen the first four. But I think um, I think the the characters. So I was thinking of I might actually check this out. All right, let me ask you this. Was your first Gundam Gundam Wing? Okay. It was for me. Because you got to admit, Gundam Wing was created just to get girls into Gundam. Yes. 
That reminds me, Mako-chan. Yes. Do you still have Hero and Duo locked up in your basement? Yes. See, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that was... Um, at the, actually, at the end of that screen was really funny. They brought a bunch of, like, audience members go up and, like, try try being a voice actor, basically. Um, and so they like gave him a scene and they had to, to perform and the first and second prize was like a, a Gundam kit, which was pretty awesome. And the first guy, guy that went on like everyone else away <laughs> completely. Uh, and uh, they also had the voice actor for um, one of the main guys, the Japanese voice actor for one of the main guys and the English voice actor together on stage. And the two of them were just hilarious. They were like, we love each other. Like, we just met each other and we're like best friends now sort of thing. So they were... Hmm. They're bouncing off one another, in other words. Exactly. They were... They, it was hilarious um, seeing that. It's really like when I see like a Japanese guest, it's kind of awkward, but there's a lot of like, which like pauses and stuff. But with that, just like back and forth. It, and after that was the Steins Gate, which um, I, I like want to go pre-order this this show now, which apparently you can now. I was thinking about picking that up because I have not seen it, but I've seen some of the artwork from it. It kind of falls into one of those series where you know. Uh, I think I'll take the risk on picking it up, and, and I'll still like it. From what I've heard from like a lot of my friends who watched it as they were like airing it, um, they loved it. Um, so, uh, Scott absolutely loves it, which is why we went to go see it. So, um, and the dub actually—they did a pretty good job on the dub. Um, and then, like I said, they had the voice actors there. What they did was they played the first three episodes, then they did a Q&A, and then played two more episodes after that. Problem with the Q&A was the girl, what's her name? Uh, Kimi something? Anyone know? That girl. Anyways. I'm drawing I, a blank, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I should have prepared this, sorry. Um, you don't have to prepare. You, every week we do this, we do this off by the seat of our pants. We make shit up as we go along. I like to prepare because I don't want to be like, uh, like what I just did. Um, but the voice actress was very annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I don't, I couldn't stand her. Like, I really wanted to watch the two more episodes, but the Q and A went on so long, I had to just walk out. Like, I just couldn't. Uh... And again, it was that Q and A thing too, where people was asking. <laughs> so was that um i think that was it for my saturday yeah i i called it an early night on saturday i was having some some other issues that night so that's cool as i said i continue to do photo shoots i mean pictures and i end up doing an impromptu photo shoot with a pinup usagi Tsukino. nice yeah i just started to take a couple of pictures i just I just asked. I just knocked out. I think about twenty photos in about fifteen minutes. So that was pretty cool. And she's at. And she said she's like five nine. She was like slightly above my height with her heels. I was like, damn. Wow. But I won't be post those. There, those pictures are really good. But 
since they're like pinup style, I'm not posting those until she gives me the okay. She verbally said it was okay, but I'm just waiting for via message that I can go ahead and post them. Yeah, just to be safe. Exactly. You showed me, right? The what? The ones you showed me? Or was that different? Might have been different. Was she wearing like a white sailor suit? Yeah. Red heels? Yeah. Yep, that was her. Yeah. What was that? Those were really nice. And it's yeah. very honorable of you to wanting to get permission first. That's very honorable. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't like that, it would it would not have been no questions asked. But given what, what it was, you know, I just hope that she remembers. So I'm going to take one of the pictures and post it in the gallery and just and see if she tags herself. Then I'll just send her a message about posting the photos. Um... I don't know if you guys know knew, but they gave the ice cold water guy a a, a combat. I heard about that. Yes, he, this guy's really taken off, man. He had an assistant helping him sell water. Can you blame him? Not think... at all. Several assistants, actually. Um, really? At one point, like I had walked by a whole bunch of people, like 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 one dollar water, and like later that day, I saw them all like gathered around him. So. I think, like, a lot of the people that were there were, like, on his entourage, so to Yeah, because if you think about it, you hear everybody saying dollar water. You're, you're not going to go that You're going to the person that's doing ice cold water. Only one dollar. Yeah, I know, right? I think I got video footage of that. Um, and then Sunday, I grabbed some more photos, didn't cosplay, interviewed a few people. Um, this was pretty funny. Um, we had interviewed a Ramona Flowers cosplayer, and I asked her what other, what other costume she did over the weekend, and she said, yeah, I did Panty from Panty and Stocking, and I said to her, do you remember a loudmouth Gardabelt asking about <laughs> his black card? And she looked at me and go, that was you? And I'm like, in the flesh. That was pretty cool, because when you think about it, you don't recognize each other when you're wearing different costumes and so forth, you know? Yeah, apparently there were a couple of friends of mine that I knew from elsewhere that were there that I didn't recognize, including one girl cosplaying as Makoto from Street Fighter. I did not. I No, I didn't see a Makoto from Street Fighter. I thought I did. I can bring up the link when I get a chance. Cool. Um, I went into the dealer's room. And my friend Jesse was dressed as Panty as she was working the stripper pole at the Funimation booth. Was the Transformation song playing? I believe it was. I recorded her and another girl that was uh, stalking. And I think one of them is on my Facebook page. There was more. It was more comedic work on the pole. It wasn't where you know you you had to get you had to get you had to uh, pay a cover charge to watch the show. <laughs> Or have the little kids, you know, turn away. Yeah. But I would say the fact that they had a stripper pole there to push, to promote Penny and Stocking was not just balls, but pure genius. I actually read a lot of people complaining. Not not that there was a stripper pole there, but that the girls weren't entertaining enough. What? Are you serious? Yes. Oh, God. Wow. <laughs> of course... It sets up all sorts of uh, wacky cosplay photo like photo op hijinks. Wow, I, 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 I'm just floored yet amused by this. So I guess that means I'll have to one up their act at um Comic Con if they bring the stripper pole. 
Two stripper poles? Two stripper poles and Motley Crue. <laughs> oh, God. I can just taste the white trash. <laughs> it I tastes suddenly like have Axe girls, body girls, spray. girls going through my head. Exactly! It tastes like Axe body spray and it tastes disgusting. <laughs> wow. And I end up playing um, text tag with a friend of mine all weekend trying to meet up with her to, to hang out. And I was like, after, after we never met up, I sent her a text. Well, why didn't you ask where my hotel room was? Yeah, you could have came over and had a couple of drinks. I mean, really. But it is what it is. Now, for me, my highlight was running around as Gardabelle and getting really into character. The downside for me was the fact that I dropped 80 bucks and ex and it was only like... Now, personally, there wasn't that I really wanted to see, but it was like two big names for me. Uh, Jason David Frank and Aya Hirano. That was it. Yeah, the lines were insanely long for all the autograph sessions, not just uh, to not just JDF. I believe it. Interesting fact, the interesting thing I learned about about him this weekend is that he has a dojo, uh, I guess a dojo slash like MMA cage set up in his house, like a part of his house, and he and he at one point, you know put out an open challenge to anyone who would talk shit about him to, you know, man up and fight him. You know, one-on-one, -on -one, no entourages or anything like that. I remember that. And nobody took him up on it. Of course not. Put up or shut up. Yeah, apparently one of the uh, new shirts he was prototyping for his line, for his uh, clothing line was, you want to fight me, sign a waiver or something like that. I'm reminded of anime next years ago where this one guy was just as Terry Bogart. He did his his skit was he was the greatest fighter ever and it was an open challenge. He challenged anyone in the audience. Fanboy stood up, raised his hand, and walked up to the stage. This Terry Cosplayer just stepped back and just bailed because I didn't. I don't think he realized somebody was really gonna take him up on his offer. I don't think he realized that Fanboy is a second degree black belt martial artist. Oh, I'm in good company with the guy, but he he. he... He wasn't expecting someone to come up and actually fight him. Pretty much, like he, he didn't think like he'd be able to take anyone. I don't know. I don't think he. I don't think he thought ever. He realized that somebody was going to do that. If it was me, I would have had a plant in the state in, in the audience. You know, mm -hmm. I just rolled from that. So, uh, Ari, what was your highlight and what was your downside of Otakon? Let's see. I guess the downside was was uh, the problems I had with the with my uh, feet and my legs. And, you know, it just felt like so run down the entire convention. Mm. Like I'm saying, it was probably because of the uh, issue with walking back and forth and me, like, th think me not knowing my my ass from a hole in a wall with my shoes, but, uh, and of course the problem with the exploding soda. But other than that, I think the high point was, you know, just having fun on my Dan cosplay. There you go. What about you, Mishi? What was your upside and what was your downside? Um, I guess we'll start with the down. Uh, Go for it. That's fine. Uh, let me to Otakon. Um, I had a lot of trouble finding my way first. In uh, I actually went to um, Honey Pig 
barbecue first. Ooh, you lucky bastard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I got lost there. And then on the way to Baltimore, I got not lost. There was a lot of like detouring and stuff. Probably because of the water main break. Yeah, probably. And no offense, but Baltimore drivers are really bad. <laughs> look. Yes, yes, they are. Look, they said, look, when you're in Jersey, you bitch that uh, New York drivers are bad. When you're in Pennsylvania, you complain that Jersey and Ohio drivers are bad. When you're in Baltimore, you bitch that New York and New Jersey drivers are bad. That's a never-ending cycle of hate. It's true. But they Can't are. we all just agree that all drivers are bad? Yes. Yes, they are. Especially the old ones. And, uh, anyway, so when I got there, then I finally like got to the parking lot, which I thought was the parking lot I, I needed to use for my hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there were two right next to each other. What hotel were you at? I was at the Quality Inn. Where is there a Quality Oh, You was all the way up that hill? It was, it's only like two blocks away. Wait, there's another Quality Inn? There's one that's like on Small Street and Light Street. Okay, so you had to walk all the way up that hill to the, to that to that Quality Inn. It wasn't much of a hill. It was because uh, there was. Remember the Tremont hotels? Oh, uh, please. The tree, <laughs> the Tremont. One of the Tremonts got sold as a Quality Inn. And you walk six blocks all the way up. It's up the street where the CVS is. You walk all the way up till you can't walk anymore up a hill. You make a left, and it's right there. Yeah, that's the one I was at, but it wasn't uh, a bad. For me, it was. I, I don't. Know, I thought it was fine. Um, like I said, parking. I picked the wrong parking lot. So mm. We had to pay an extra three dollars in parking. Because the other. Oh, one God, was don't talk to me about paying for parking this weekend. <laughs> Actually, we ended up only paying like forty-eight dollars. I think for three. The whole. Luckily. Forty-eight. Hey, that's not, that's not, that's pretty good. Actually. That's what I said, lucky. <laughs> oh, God. The the parking at the hotel we stayed at, I ended up paying 78 goddamn dollars for the weekend. Yeah. And that was for self-park. Like, that was like $26 for a whole day. For a whole day, if you valet parked it, it was 40 bucks. There was one, um, one hotel uh, a few of my friends stayed at that the valley parking basically just took your car and parked it at the uh, public parking lot. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Was that Hatsune Miku I heard? Yes, that's my alarm. Ah. Um, now, something I keep hearing is that you can, like, park, like, park at the par- at the uh, the airport and take the light rail in. Didn't How does you, that work? Didn't you do that one year? No, I didn't do that one year. I think a different friend of mine did it. Yeah. Or- at the very least, talk to me about it. Yeah, you just you go to the hotel, you unload your stuff, you check in, then you drive to the to the airport, you just take the light rail back to the convention center and head on over. See, how much is parking at the airport? It's probably 30, 40 bucks for the full weekend or something like that. Hmm. I, thought, I keep saying I was going to do that next year, but I'll just ha- someone has to remind me to do it when we go back next year. Or use the Icon Parking app and find and search out a cheap place to park. That was only moderately better for me. The parking lot I use, $48. I think I know of that parking lot. It's up that hill, you said. Mm-hmm. It was pretty pretty nice. I didn't think it was much of a hill, but... 
Maybe maybe the direction that you went. All I know is if you that hill is kind. Of, it's a hill where the Seven Eleven is. Yeah, but it, yeah, well, I, the hill, but <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. Maybe I'm just like superhuman or something. Maybe it's superhuman Fluttershy. Um. Anyway, so the highlight. Um. I think it's just Otakon's always like to see everyone I don't ever get to see everywhere else. I saw so many of my Twitter buddies there, so uh, I think that was the highlight. Especially um, Thursday night, drinking with everyone that was that was a blast. Even though I got caught in the rain on the way home, it was still a blast. Mm. Um, yeah. And you know the cosplay. I always love seeing like how people people's interpretations of cosplay. Please. Uh, <coughs> I actually, I saw, like, at least seven female Lokis, and only one male Loki, actually. Real, yeah, I remember seeing that, too, that the uh, ratio was a little skewed. Yeah. Mm. One of my friends did Lady Loki, and I couldn't find her, but I think I ended up taking a picture of her, not realizing it was her. Are you, t- are you talking about Rebecca? Mm-mm. Okay. I know her. I didn't know she was doing Lady Loki. It's my friend Cass. She's from, um, Can- she drove, I think she drove all the way out here from, like, Kansas or something. Uh, I said that this would be my last Otakon, but I've decided that next year will be my last Otakon. If I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out comfortably. I'm going to get the, 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 Hilt, the Baltimore Hilton, four people to a room. That's it. Five if, I, if, I, if I'm generous. Why, why your last Otakon? Lately, it's been like I've been really enjoying more of the smaller conventions than anything else. That gives me a chance to not just take a lot of photos. I don't have to walk a, walk around as much. I can actually sit down, talk, and chat it up a lot more than I normally could. Actually, um, I actually had a conversation with um, with um, Michael Camacho. Um, he's one of the guys at the Otaku Review podcast. Yeah. I, I follow him on Twitter, yeah. Yeah, he he um he had the same like reaction because we started talking about like Katsukon. He's like, you should definitely go to Katsukon, smaller con. It's so much better. You like have more opportunity to really like see everyone. Yeah, because um, Katsukon, it's not big. It's like around seven thousand people, give or take. But the way the hotel is laid out, it does not feel crowded, and you will bump into people. That you've seen earlier that day or yet the day before. Hmm. Yeah, I, I I can definitely understand why uh, your your feelings on that. Mm. I don't know. I I think I, I don't know. I like the smaller cons as well, but I just Otakon has just got the like special place in my heart, I guess. Oh uh, yeah, I'm not the same way. It was my first convention ever. My friends and I, my friend Dave, which I actually saw this past weekend too. We just decided on a whim to say, hey, let's go to Otakon. I'm like, okay, when is that? It's in the middle of middle of the summer. Like, sure. Now, Grant, the first time there, it took us 20 minutes to get from the hotel to the convention center and about an hour and a half to get from from the convention center back to the hotel that first night because we had no idea what the fuck we were, we were doing, but it was still fun. Hmm, that's pretty cool. Yeah, they had King of Fighter, the new King of Fighters game on a big one of the big TV displays in the game room. Mm. So, 
you know, surprise I found him there after five, ten minutes of searching. <laughs> at least, uh, at least Otakon Game Room, very little fanboy funk. Not, yeah, it was much bigger, that's why. Yeah, and also in the game room, there was there was two Pump It Up machines and one DDR machine. And yet more people were waiting to play DDR than Pump It Up. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Yes, and as I said earlier about history repeating itself, so as me and Ari were walking back, I wanted to take a picture. I checked my messenger bag. My camera was not there. Mad dash down towards the uh, fountains, and I look around the corner by the escalators. Think I left it there? No. Mad dash over to the game room where um, Brendan, Brendan, who runs Magfest. I was at his table playing this game called Kill, Kill All Ninjas or Destroy All Ninjas. I had left my camera right in front of the of the TV, and I looked at him like, "Dude, come Magfest, I owe you a drink." <laughs> Which reminds me, I do need to book our hotel room for that convention. Well, speaking of the con funk you guys are talking about, mm-hmm. I've never experienced that. Like, everyone always talks about it, but I've never smelled anyone that smelled bad. Like, You've never been around a bunch of fanboys who don't have too much time for personal hygiene? I, no, I haven't. And, like, I've been to, like... The crazier cons like MacFest and stuff where you got the, all the people gathered in the small room and I've never smelled it. Maybe it's just me. Maybe. Anyway, interesting anecdote. I just find that quite interesting, though. Well, we've brought our Otakon uh, podcast coming it down, so I think we should um, take a break and when we get back, just start to wrap things up. All right. All right. Sounds good for me. We'll be back. あなたと手静寂の中二つの鼓動同じ違う脈を打つ街を飛び出し二人たどり着いたちっぽけな部屋壁には一輪の花なくしたくない掛けがえないたった一つ守りたいもの
Well, that was a pretty good uh, Otakon 2013 review. I think we had some slight audio issues, but it's nothing I can't hammer out. So, like I said, looks like next year will probably be my final Otakon, but for a while. But it is what it is. Uh, if you like what you heard, tell a friend. And then in turn, we'll tell another person. And so on, and so on, and so on. We do this for free. We're independent podcasters, and we do this for fun. So, we like that we ask that you, you know... Check out our website at AnimeGMSession.com and check out our podcasts, which are widely available at Podcast.net, Podcast.com, Podcast Alley, Yahoo Podcasts, iTunes, and Zoom Marketplace. If you head over to uh, iTunes, we actually leave five-star reviews, and if you leave one, we'll gladly read them right on the air. Uh, check out our YouTube page, YouTube.com slash TV. I do believe I just threw up there some... Um, some videos. I can't remember which convention it was from, but I got a lot more to put up there. And if you want, you can check out our personal YouTube pages at youtube.com slash tgbronmas, Tiger Chick Chibi, Tiger with a Y, Sailor Flare, and Ari22682. Our Twitter page, our official Twitter page is twitter.com slash session. Anything in regards to the podcast, the website, the show, the Facebook page, anything, we'll post it here first. So you can get to jump on everybody else if you're not following us on Twitter. And if you want to follow our, us, our crazy our crazy hosts, you have been warned. You can find me at twitter.com slash S. We have Kuro Usagi-chan, Make It Epic, The Ari Man, and Giove underscore Dea. And please don't type out underscore. It's a little symbol next to the zero key on your keyboard. Yeah. And check out our official Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. We're already up to 954 likes. I think if we hit 1,000 after this convention, I might have to do a giveaway. And you can check out my personal Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash teacherronmas. And for Kuro Usagi, you can find her as Chibi Kuro Usagi. If you have any questions, ideas, suggestions, and comments in regards to the podcast, you can check us out. You can send that email to podcast at AnimeJamSession.com Again, that's podcast at AnimeJamSession.com And we ask that you do because the mailbag's been quite empty the last few months and, you know, we gotta have something to tell our listeners. So, last words, people? Anybody? I got nothing. Just looking forward to going again next year. Mm. You, Mako? Nope, nothing. You've been so quiet this whole episode. I know, know. I'm sorry. You guys were talking about a convention that I didn't even go to, and I've been watching the uh, women's gymnastics team win gold. Yay. Yay. Oh, try. Yay. And I think that's the fastest uh, wrap-up I, I did. That's some new kind of record. Yeah. And, oh yeah, one more thing I gotta throw in there. I didn't mean to forget by accident. And don't forget to check us out on VogNetwork.com. Our podcast is Tuesdays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and Thursdays at 1 p.m. for the Encore. Uh, Mako, who comes on after us? Um, I'm not sure. I don't have that up right now. Well, whoever it is, I think they're, they're, they're pretty awesome. So, yeah. So don't forget, check us out at vognetwork.com. And if you listen to, check out some of the other podcasts that are on there. The Bobby Blackwell Show, Orange Lounge Radio, Under Sedation Live, Girls Gone Wow, and Ward House. 
they're now rolling out podcasts on the podcast where you can check in and earn points on the Vo- on the VOG forums. We will be a part of that shortly once we get the logistics on that straightened out. And I think that's it. So I've been I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. I'm Meko Chan. And we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. Say goodnight, Mako. Goodnight, Mako. Bum 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 bum. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session AJS Productions. There were no fanboys or fangirls hurt, maimed, or killed during this episode. This time, the views and opinions on this show do not reflect the entire staff or network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. And if you would like a transcript of today's podcast, start typing. Visit us at AnimeJamSession.com and VOGNetwork.com for more information about the show. See you next time.